what even? <laughs> Today I'm here with my one of my best friends, Crystal. Say hi, Crystal. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she just called me Ghosty Hosty, and I don't know why that was so funny to me, but I'm just going to use that as no one. <laughs> um, so today we're just going to kind of have a sit down, chit chat. Um, I've been wanting to drag her kicking and screaming onto this podcast for basically since day one. Um, mm. And because we haven't been able to see each other for, God, when was the last time we saw each other? New Year's? Um at least, yeah, New Year's. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, yeah, I think mean, it's New Year's. Yeah, there's been like five months. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, and I think just us being a little star crazy, I wanted to just kind of do a what's going on, how we're handling things, and what our sanity level is at at this point. What is sanity? What is sanity? Sanity is something that we had um, a small amount of beforehand. It was the thing that made us not want to smack our children. <laughs> That's been a long time. <laughs> you've you've lost it a <laughs> lot longer than I have. <laughs> well, can you lost me? yours back in like 2009 or something. <laughs> well, the first time you get bit while breastfeeding... That'll do it. <laughs> I got super lucky. I did not have the uh, the luxury, I guess, of being bitten whilst breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it it was it was a traumatic experience, you know. Uh, I got bit. I hit back. I had a little pop to Gideon, <laughs> and of course he cried. I cried. We both cried. <laughs> it was all just a bad time. Yeah. He didn't do it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's probably scared to breastfeed in general after that. No, no, no. All my boys like food. I I can attest to this. They will eat anything. Yes. As long as it's not broken in half. <laughs> oh, man. Accurate. <laughs> um... So how how's how's quarantine been, Crystal? Uh, okay. Well, uh, start to finish. I just started a job uh, up in Broken Arrow um, for about since November, about uh, seven months now. Good grief! And so, real quick, how long has it been before then since you had a job? Ten years. 10 years. Ten so years. you've been stay-at-home mom since Gideon? Yeah. Your eldest. Yep. I was I went I had a job while I was pregnant with him and then I haven't had a job until 7 months ago. And why did you decide to get in get a job again? I was bored. <laughs> you was bored? I was bored. To be perfectly honest, yeah. I, I really needed to get out of the house. I uh, was going just stir crazy, you know, chewing on my own leg kind of situation. <laughs> kind of impressive. Mm, I, I needed the the mental escape, the 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 for my psychological health. I really needed a change of pace. 
Yeah, and now that Grant is able to be a little more independent, I suppose that made things a lot easier. For those listening who don't know, I have three boys. They are Gideon, my eldest, who is 10, soon to be 11 in August. And then uh, Gabriel, my middle son, he just turned seven. And then Grant, um, my youngest little terror, is four years old and will be five in November. The child is going on eight. I swear he won't stop growing. Um, I've known Crystal and her family since, oh God, 2016? 2015? I've known them since Grant, right before Grant turned one years old. And he's five going on, no, he's four going on five this year, sorry. Um, Thanksgiving of 15? Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. No, 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 because, um... In, in 16. Thank, Thanksgiving is 16 because, yeah, like you said, Grant and uh, Grant had was turning. Just turn one. Right. Yeah, so 16. Uh, Thanksgiving of th- 16. Yeah. Um, I've known her and her family since Thanksgiving of 2016. And so basically I've watched Grant and Gabriel, at least. I've watched them grow up. I've watched Grant you know, go from not walking to now he's making full sentences and just makes me shake my head every single time I see him just going, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and watch Gabriel, the middle child, go from not being able to put two sentences together because he was just shy and didn't want to talk to now he's unbelievably smart and it just it throws me off balance every single time (laughs) yeah the one that didn't want to talk is now a positive just he's a chatterbox he really is (laughs) talk your ear off he's the one that will go forever and ever and ever and just like his older brother yeah if grant could he would uh he would do everything that they do except for the work except for the work Is he is he getting lazy? <laughs> I don't want to do this job anymore. Can I do something else? You were perfectly <laughs> capable of feeding the cat. <laughs> Takes you five seconds to feed the cats. That's eh, too much work. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, at the beginning of this, we were supposed to come up, me, my husband, and my son, we were supposed to come up and see you guys. Uh, that was canceled because you guys had a uh, exposed. Yes. Um, Audrey, who is our backyard neighbor, we moved into this house to live closer to them. It just was happenstance. Just the it just worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly. This used to be a rent house. And um, we had noticed that they had noticed the renters moved out, and we asked um, uh, a realtor that Jay and Audrey had known. And at first, she didn't understand. You know, she just thought we were looking for a house. There's plenty of houses on this block. It'd be really, really great. And you don't understand. We're not looking to buy a house unless it's this house. We want nothing else. If it's not this house, we don't want it. Right. We want whatever house, as long as it's this one. 
Yes, Henry Ford. Any color you want, as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah. Um. So just just as a kind of description, when when she says backyard neighbor, she literally means like it's a street with two rows of houses back to back. They literally have one house, and then they are right behind. Their yards are uh, connected. Yeah, they are connected. Uh, we tore down the fence, which was chain link, and we just ripped it to shreds, took down trees, took down bushes, took down poison ivy, the whole oh. shebang. And <laughs> it is now this clear line of sight, back of the house to back of the house. There is now a privacy fence on both sides with no fence in the center, and we're just ecstatic. We have our three boys. They have two boys whom they are known as the Hordlings, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it really is a horde. It, like I'm slightly terrified and also <laughs> excited when my son gets old enough that he can actually run around with them. Um, I'm afraid he's going to get into all kinds of stuff with them, but I'm also super excited because he is going to have the biggest, most loving family ever. <laughs> yes. Speaking of loving family, Kaylin just brought me this wonderful little uh, glass of wine. Ooh. Yum. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yep. As me. I'm gonna be the tipsy podcaster and it's gonna be great. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not because I'm gonna be sitting here slurping down my uh my ice drinks. <laughs> Actually no, is that like the actual brand of it? What is it? It's literally right. just sparkling ice. Oh, yep, no, that's that's just the brand. It's just called sparkling ice. Okay, that's a very unique branding. So Audrey uh, not to not to digress or anything, but Audrey had a scare <laughs> because she works at one of the hospitals in uh, in their town. See how generalized yeah. I yeah. that. Just going back to where to where we were beginning in that situation. Um, yeah, you guys were going to come down and visit, and we're like, "Don't come here." But why? Don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> she was just in a room with a, a positive COVID case and she could have been exposed. She's not going to work. I'm not going to work. Well, everybody else is going to work. This is at the very beginning, too. That was like one of the first ones in your guys' area that to be uh, positively tested. Most likely. I can't say for yeah. sure. But right. We, we, it's hard to tell um, how yeah. long it's actually been here, but I think that was like right at the very beginning. It was at the very beginning of the government doing Shit. something yeah. about it. And so, um, so I was off of work for two weeks and I was only working part time. And so eh, it wasn't that big of a deal. That was fine. And then. I came back to work for a week, maybe two, not long at all. And then I was told, no, you're furloughed, go stay home. Uh, fine. Because, you know, it, it's a small, it's a small office. And you know, if they weren't going to have people coming in, they could 
reasonably keep me there. More than fair. Right. And so, out of work for about three weeks, a month? About a month? Mm-hmm. And we... Not quite a month. Almost a month. Almost a month. And then I got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got the phone call. I said, the call. <laughs> can you come to work on Monday? Full time. <laughs> uh, and I was in the, I was driving home. I saw the message. I couldn't reply. And so, you know, I just went about my business and um, got home. And then not 15 minutes in the door, I get, you know, an actual phone call. And my boss is like, can you come into work on Monday? I need to know. I just got home. I need to talk with my husband and my people, and I'll get back to you. Give me about 20 minutes. No, not 20 minutes. I need to know now. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Bye-bye. <laughs> Click. <laughs> just just for reference, um, she's her boss is not like a mean person. This is hurtful. <laughs> but she was needing to make a decision. And uh, and she didn't have the office manager available. She didn't have she didn't have the uh, office manager available at the moment to try to filter her request. And also, she's Pakistani, so there's a little bit of cultural divide there. The phraseology oh. and the wording, and so there's just a few things where you're like. Well, that's weird. And then you have to think about it. No, it's just cultural. It's fine. And I think part of it was it was the beginning of Ramadan was beginning and uh, things were were starting to pick up patient wise. We were getting more customers, patients. And so the workload was rising. And we needed to know right now whether or not I was coming back full time, or she needed to look for somebody else. Yeah, because didn't you? Because, like you said, you were doing part time before. Mm-hmm. Um, and she realized it was a much bigger job than she had originally thought. And she she realized and made the decision: this uh, we need help here because, all right, I am a receptionist at a medical office for a doctor. And <clears throat> I answer phones. I help with the the patients as they come in. I help check them in. And so I do very front office things. I'm I'm the smiling face you you see when you first come in. And I'm also the off I'm the general organizer. I help make sure that paperwork is available to the nurse. I organize some of the files that we keep that we can't put. On, on the computer. So, I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades, if you will. Yeah, she's basically patient registration. What? You're uh, basically patient registration for people who, like, work in the hospital. And just, oh. She's basically just patient registration. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you started, you started work back up um, Thankfully, you weren't in that position where you had to work. You uh, you lucked out really well because your husband is still considered essential, right? Yes. He works right. on uh, wind towers, and so 
that is considered a, an essential need mm-hmm. and for the nation. And so I did not, I did not require uh, the job, mm-hmm. which has been why I haven't been work- in the working field for so long, because Kaylin has worked very hard to give us the ability for me to be a stay-at-home mom and be there for my munchkins. And it was just finally time to find something to do now that now that your third one is finally getting into that daycare or at least preschool kindergarten age. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thankfully you got lucky with that that one you didn't absolutely need to work and two you ended up working anyway so that really helped out yeah Um, so it's a little extra and um yeah it's very helpful yeah yeah i think is jay the only one that's really not working through all this or is he still jay no jay and kaylin uh work at the same place and they've been working the whole the whole time you didn't know that oh i didn't know jay (laughs) was working I thought he was still doing his uh, his dance lessons. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, apparently, see, this is what happens when I, when we don't visit. I lose track of information. <laughs> yeah, no, Jay's been there longer, at least by three months, I think. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that just goes to show how much I know. He started. He started last May, and Kaylin started in August. I remember that. I remember uh, Kaylin was like recommended the job, but I didn't remember who did it. Well, now you know. Well, Keep now up. I know. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just I'm out of touch again. This is see, this is how the quarantine's <laughs> been affecting me. I'm just I'm losing touch. Uh, I've actually gone of a lot of people where a lot of people are being furloughed or they're um, not getting as much work time I'm the opposite as soon as this started I was being requested to work basically every single day um, I'm a on-call secretary basically for my company and I only come into work when I'm when I'm needed I already had scheduled like two or two about two weeks uh back in march and as soon as this all started one of the offices that i frequently would go and work with um his secretary that's normally there uh she gave her two weeks notice pretty last minute like right that week the week that the stock market crashed like hasn't been this low since uh, the uh, stock market crash of 08. Like that, like it was bottom, people freaked out kind of thing. The week before, I think, was when she gave her two weeks notice or she basically said, I, I'm leaving, this is my last day. Um, oh. And of course, Things ended up working out anyway. It's a long story, but he ended up having another secretary set up. She had already she already worked for the company, and she was moving down here anyway. And they were kind of set up. Her and uh, the financial advisor. Uh, I work for an investment stock company, by the way. Um, 
he was introduced to her by another financial advisor and it just it really did work out the long story is kind of amazing but it really did work out perfectly for them um but she's still moving down here and she doesn't actually start until may 11th so um i was so i was asked to work at his office I think from right at the very end of March until whatever that Friday, March or May seventh, <laughs> May eighth, I think. Actually, this week. This week is my last week there. But yeah, so oh, wow. I basically was working almost full time since this whole thing started. So I I got lucky in that aspect. And I actually needed to work because unfortunately we're still we're just starting out and uh my husband Dylan doesn't quite make enough unlike uh Kaylin. He makes a little bit more, but uh we don't quite make enough to let me stay home and be stay at home mom, which is actually what I really wanted to do, but um maybe maybe in the future, but not right now. Uh yeah, I've basically have been working nonstop ever since this whole thing started and this will be my last week and then after that I don't have anything planned. <laughs> I have I have no future. <laughs> oh oh no. no. Yeah, that that would, <laughs> that would be Oh yeah, frustrating. especially with my um my restaurant that I normally work at. They said they're supposed to be opening back up not this weekend but next weekend. Um, so I hope that's actually the case. It will probably just be me, and they're probably going to limit their um, indoor Exposure. people. Yeah, especially yeah. with how small the restaurant is. So I'm really not sure how that's going to work, but I'm excited for them to actually open up because that's where most of my income was coming in from. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of those businesses are definitely going to be hurting. Yeah, that was that was one of our biggest concerns. Was uh, the restaurant that I work at is an Irish pub, and we have been going there since it first opened. Like the original owners opened it up, and this was um, actually I think either right before or around the time that I actually met you guys was when this thing first opened up. Um, and then when I, uh, when my husband and I found out I was pregnant, we moved back down here and we had to move back in with, I had to move back in with my parents and my husband happened to be with me. So they got the gaggle, um, it's me, my husband, <laughs> my cat, my dog, and then baby, but, and then, and then baby, well, last, last. January, not the one that just happened, but 2019. Um, we, it was just me and my dad. I was pregnant and we were trying to figure out what I was going to do and we were kind of trying to find a job for me because I just lost my job. And we went and we sat down at the pub that was right down the street from us at the time. And it was packed and there was one waitress and Thing. One thing led to another, and I was basically hired on the spot. <laughs> oh yeah, Excellent. they were uh, frustrated. Um, one of their waitresses had walked out on them the week before on a Friday in the middle of her shower. 
Oh yeah. Oh no. Uh, it was it was bad. And I honestly wasn't expecting to become so attached to the restaurant. Um, I had basically sworn off working in food in the food industry. Uh, after mm-hmm. I used to work for Rip Crib, and it's not it wasn't bad. It was just I I basically sworn off doing that because I don't like people, but at the same time I'm a social butterfly, and it's a really weird thing for me. But <laughs> well, the service industry is grueling. It's okay. very grueling, and it's very hard to find it to be a rewarding, re- yeah, rewarding, yeah, fulfilling, yeah. fulfilling kind of job. Yeah, and yeah. this, I think, is the only food restaurant I think I'll ever work in for the rest of my life. Um, I don't want to be that person, you know, <laughs> never say never, but I really do feel like if I was to ever do anything restaurant-wise, management-wise, whatever, it would be for this place. Otherwise, I would do something completely different. Um, it just, yeah. the people there and the customers, too. Like, I get a lot of new people, but it's, we kind of attract the same type of people, not just including our regulars. Well, yeah. It's the... Yeah, it really is. Um, Yeah, that's that's really the only place that I'll go to, but we're hoping to open up again next weekend. And hopefully by then we will have some sort of, some semblance of normalcy here. I doubt it. I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm hoping some kind of normalcy will happen soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it it's it's a difficult place to be in in terms of um, Corona mm-hmm. safety, you know, because there are so many different aspects to it that I understand both yeah. sides. I can understand why it could be a bad idea and I can understand the um, you can't always hide in a bubble mm-hmm. aspect of it and so it's really difficult and just my advice for everyone is to you know take care of yourself wash your hands uh, and be aware as much as possible of yourself and what you're doing right because you don't want to be like overly cautious but you do want to you do need to be aware of the things that you do the places you go um the activities you end up doing just just aware and even doing those simple things can help so much Um, yeah because my well even even before this the amount of things that you could potentially catch and transmit <clears throat> before uh, before COVID was a thing uh, are are numerous and some less and some more deadly. So the fact that this spring, because my boys were not in school, we have had basically no sick days. Not because we're at home, but because 
you know, they're not exposed to other other kids and other people carrying stuff. So I haven't had to worry about ear infections and stomach the or stomach life. flu. <laughs> Oh, like, oh. Um, backstory. I, I used to live with <laughs> Crystal and her family before I got, I married Dylan. And I think it was actually like the week I moved, like the week before the week I moved out. But one of the boys ended up coming home <laughs> with lice. And I was, I, I used that as my, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> You, you should I, have I ran away. I really should have, but I, yeah, it's, um, while that's kind of a blessing in disguise, it also, you know, as you're mentioning it, it also kind of scares me because a lot of these kids, like the whole herd immunity, um, it's like, it gives mm-hmm. these kids these different strains and these viruses and stuff like that throughout the year. So it makes me kind of wonder what the flu situation or these just little bugs, stomach bugs, viruses or whatever that they get, how badly that's going to affect kids going back to school. Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, doomsday. Oh, yeah, because re- normally these kids are exposed, like, gradually throughout the year. And yeah, they come home and, they're, and they have, like, a day or two of sick days or, you know, just something. But all of a sudden all of these viruses like it may be a good thing and like some of these viruses and strains may just die out but it makes me wonder like how badly this is going to affect them um not trying to be like doomsday or whatever but it i'm genuinely curious how this is going to affect uh just sicknesses that get passed around during school time pause for just a second it's fall Oh, that's that's an excellent point. Uh, So in the fall, let's say one of the boys catches um, like a stomach bug or the fever and gets sick for a little while. What are the precautions that potentially Mm -hmm. could happen? Um, Case like an example. What if they have to be sent home for two weeks because they caught, you know, the flu or whatever and so they're home for two weeks or they might may have to go to a doctor to get a doctor's note to say that they don't have whatever yeah covid yeah Yeah. let's see um and i mean this this has happened all throughout you know our history there's you know there's all these things saying oh we've had a pandemic and you know 17 20 18 20 19 20s and now 2020 but every single time we have a, uh, a pandemic or some kind of new um, deadly disease that just scares everybody, it always changes how we do things. It changes the amount of things that we test for. And I, I think yeah. it's just going to be the same way with this. It's just going to add another testing uh another thing to test for if kids get sick because most of the symptoms for COVID-19 are just flu or cold symptoms. So 
Yes, I think it's gonna be very panicky for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And um, yeah, it's very difficult because a lot of people don't have um, a lot of what I would consider basic knowledge about their kids, about their own health, and how to take care of themselves. It's amazing the amount of things that people don't know about taking mm-hmm. care of themselves. Yeah, people people don't think about it until they have to be like hyper aware of everything they do. And even right now, I'm sitting here and I'm mm-hmm. like touching my face because I've been so getting so into like <laughs> moisturizers and like actually taking care of my face um so mm-hmm. this whole thing is basically don't touch your face wash your hands all the time wear a mask out in public and i try mm-hmm. and wear my mask as much as possible but it's now because you're so hyper aware of everything like as soon as i touch my face i'm just like oh can't do that and then you're like sitting on your hands or something and it just changes the way people do things and I think for I don't know about maybe the older generation but I think for us as millennials and Gen Z's um, I think it's definitely a lot more awkward just trying to be aware of what we're doing at least for me it is hmm Well, I think mm-hmm. I, I think I get that. I think it's um, there are so many different sides to the mask wearing and not touching your face and general hygiene. You have um, on one side, you have people that are like, "Well, duh, you don't right. do that already." <laughs> well, and then you have. Um, Another side of people who are scared, panicked, and incredibly ignorant. Um, And those people are the ones that are attacking uh, nurses or anyone wearing a mask. Like, oh, you're going to give it to me. Like, no, 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 that's why I'm wearing the mask is to protect you and myself from potentially... Right. Getting it. I I, I don't think people understand that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I can't fathom how they don't understand. I mean, it's common sense for us, but we're also used to, both of us personally, at least in our family and our personal selves, we're used to a lot of these medical things and we're used to being a little more independent earlier than I think we necessarily should have been or had to and right well that's fair um yeah well for us in particular both of our parents were were military we're hi everybody we're Air Force brats um yeah because it's it's, (laughs) it seems like it was drilled into us it's just common sense it's be aware of yourself be aware of other people um, you can't control other people, but you can control how you do things, you can control how you react to things, and um, for me anyway, it was yeah. 
this is this is a men in black quote but this this always stuck with me a person is smart people yeah. are stupid and panicky yeah um yep. that one that one really stuck with me and it's, it's never more real and prevalent and eye-opening until something of a pandemic nature big and scary comes along that you're like oh yeah that's right like these these rules actually have some sort of merit now because it was always just kind of in the back of our mind and now it's oh well now i actually have to do something about this uh, Kaylin said uh, once, "Cause evil's not scary. Oh my gosh, stupid yes. is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of the the quote? Um, Why do you need a book to tell you to be good? I think I've heard uh, a similar quote, but I don't think I've heard of that one specifically. It, it might not have been put the same way, you know." things right. evolve and change. <clears throat> if you think about it, um, what was it? I think it's uh, Peter Pan. And he's a mischievous little brat who has grown up with no rules, no concept of good or evil. And from as I understand it, he's oh, yeah. a little scary. Absolutely. I could get into a whole thing about Peter Pan <laughs> and how Peter Pan himself is a <laughs> maniacal little twerp. And honestly, that is that should not have been classified as a children's book. It really should not have. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty con- disconcerting, and that uh, honestly mixed with the whole Lord of the Flies book just kind of goes to show. I don't know. This could go into a whole like misogynistic point of view or a sexist point of view, whatever. But I think just in general, this it kind of shows the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, that human beings in general can be nature yeah, like we can be very evil, we could be very just horrible people just naturally yeah, it's it's in yeah, it's in our it's in our blood, it's in our instincts and you add instincts on top of you know, swirling um, hormones Survival, all over basically. the place and yeah, survival, and so you adapt, and it might not be a a positive thing. You adapt it in such a way as to protect yourself, and it might yeah. not be good. <laughs> and so, yes, some people do need a book to tell them how to behave. And that's not that's not good. People need rules and parameters, and then there are some people who who don't. And that gets into um, a whole different like adaptation and evolution conversation. Where um, I read this is a long time ago. This is back when I was in junior year. I was in high school sometime, um, but I remember reading a paper because I was trying to do a college sociology course. Uh, there was a lecture paper basically mm-hmm. stating that uh, the farther along we get, um, the more people are being, uh, are evolving into more of a peacekeeping people. 
because again, everything is hormone driven. Everything is survival based. Everything is, you know, uh, survival of the fittest kind of thing. Um, and people are mm-hmm. starting to not think that way. And a lot of people will, you know, call that a very liberal or democratic view, but it's basically genetics. Like, or yeah, no, it makes sense because it's less a part of our lives and so you you don't need to use it and then you have kids and you those kids don't need to use it and so it genetically makes it makes sense that genetically it would become more ingrained into the next generation right and, and so i mean on and so still, forth. And yeah and there's still there's still change. always going to be that uh, initial undertones of hormones and um, reproducing and you know that initial human aggressiveness that will always be there but it just the way we adapt and change and the way our society keeps going um, now I'm wondering how we got to this conversation we start talking about work <laughs> wait a minute we were talking <laughs> This is what we like to call chasing <gasps> rabbits. Like this is a normal conversation between me and Crystal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get too deep into sociology, psychology, and just philosophical conversations, um, tell me about your garden. <laughs> Yeah, here we, here we go. Genetics and nature versus nature. Cabbages. Cabbages. So, Crystal and her, what do you guys call it? The uh, Citadel? The two houses? Yeah, so. Yes. Our house uh-huh. and the adjoining house have become known as the Citadel. We have the East and West Tower. The East Tower is called the Sanctuary. West Tower is called, uh, I believe we have stuck with the Armory. Which one is which? And the Armory currently Ah, houses the Garden. Uh, (laughs) So they recently just got finished um, putting up a fence, which she talked about earlier. And she just showed me her garden, which it looks great. And I'm super excited. And it's just so cute. So just go ahead and tell me about that. Well, we we are very very excited and proud. Audrey has worked super hard getting in there and tilling and lady. pulling up weeds. We have dubbed it. We have dubbed it the uh, ah, Citadel Commissary, which is fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> and so we have quite a mixed bag. We have cabbages. Which are super happy. They're huge. They're already they're huge. out. They really are. Bigger than they had. <laughs> they haven't started uh, bolting, I guess, Which, but the leaves are still right. very, very. They're leafy. Leafy. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, it ha- okay, there it hasn't developed that's, the that's head the yet. Part. But. They're happy. They're they're growing out their roots, and they are just ecstatic to be out there in the sun. And then we have 
a lot of plants that we have brought uh, from seed. This is the first time we've done a garden, any of us. I am fairly okay with plants. I wouldn't call myself having a green thumb, but I I can do okay. <clears throat> I, I love, she love plants. talking to her plants. I love talking to my plants. I'm like, hello, good morning. Thing. How are you? You're doing the sunshine. Such a happy plant. <laughs> and I would say our happiest plants at the moment would be the cabbages oh, and the potatoes. Uh, we just decided to bury these things on a whim because they were in a forgotten corner in a cabinet. They were red potatoes and they had the eyes sprouting all over the place. And so we're like, you know what? Let's put them in the ground and see what happens. And we did. And we have like, what, four... Well, yeah, a huge square, like four square feet. They really have just potato. kind of commandeered that part of the garden. Tall, they're about, they're almost two feet tall right now. They're dark, leafy green in color. And I've learned so much about potatoes. <laughs> I did not know that potatoes. Yeah, don't eat the tomato. I did not know that potatoes flowered. Um, they will, they're part of the nightshade family, which means I knew that don't one. eat the leaves. You will. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do like Sally. Don't poison your crazy scientist. Um, don't do it. So basically the <laughs> potatoes will leaf, they flower, and then um, some species, I guess, some types of potatoes will from that flower create what looks like a tomato it's not actually a tomato uh highly yeah it won't get red it'll be just this little green yeah it's very it's highly poisonous of a thing Mm -hmm. like a little cherry tomato um my husband did a lot of research and we're so we're we're mulching them and they're going to be awesome and i'm so excited for just a random little thing that we were like yeah sure if it happens it happens it happened and it happened so big well. time and then you guys <laughs> have a bunch of peppers you guys were doing a uh, little diy with the heater mm-hmm. the hot water mm-hmm. heater right yes. uh, they took it apart and took the tank out of a hot water heater and Jay and Kaylin um, uh, cut it in half for us and then drilled holes, drainage holes, in them. And just this evening, uh, Audrey and Kaylin and Jay put flex seal on the inside so that we could <laughs> not rust it out. <laughs> and then on the outside, we, we are spray painting them different colors of blue, different shades of blue. And then we hope to put the boys, all the hordlings, handprints. That is going to look so them. cute. And it's going to be... I know. And then our happy little pepper plants will go in there. Because um, for anyone who doesn't know, you do not want to mix certain plants together. And peppers are one of them. Even though these are just bell peppers. It a lot of plants will take on the flavor of the plant next to it. Huh. You I don't want to do that. that. 
<laughs> yeah, we had a friend who was growing jalapenos and bell peppers and they had them right next to the, each other and so when picking time came he had jalapeno flavored bell peppers and bell pepper flavored Those jalapenos this is very interesting <laughs> yep they, it was <laughs> it was real weird um but we also have we've started asparagus and i need to do some more research on the asparagus because asparagus is something that you want to uh, have come back each year. Like it grows so much, and that like the first year you can't do anything with it, and then the next spring you get asparagus, mm -hmm. basically. And I thought we had bought first year harvesting asparagus. But from what has shot up... So, when I'm you say first no. year, you mean it's already been grown that initial first year, and then basically what you get is you should be able to harvest it, like, pretty soon. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what yeah. we got. <laughs> it's not what... It, it's not what you're shooting up, so it could be a number of different things of why I didn't do it properly. Um, it's had a rough start. But, um, and we have, but we have watermelon and cantaloupe, tomatoes and zucchini. You didn't show me the zucchini. And cucumbers. And it's been, did I not show you? They're right next to the potatoes. Yeah, you, you didn't show me the zucchini, that part, but that's fine. Oh, well, we'll see them later. Broccoli. Oh, and we have so broccoli. Yeah, they're they're gonna be happy. So, if our boys would like to claim they're hungry, <laughs> they are lying. It's like you know, if you're hungry, <laughs> go get some cabbages. <laughs> um, but it's really great. Uh, and we've had a lot of help from our friends, even during quarantine, where we had to like wave at them from afar. Um. Our friends Mitchell and Kelsey had some hog panel left over from when they built mm -hmm. their fence for their dogs and who are huge. Keep the dogs <laughs> the dogs are huge. And uh, they gave us about eight and we stitched them together basically with wire. So we had four panels that were two panels long. And we uh, put them in the ground with T posts and wrapped it, you know, wrapped it to the T posts. So now we have these uh, almost six foot tall archways that all of these vine growing plants are going to grow on, like the tomatoes and the cucumbers and the watermelon. <laughs> for that watermelon <clears throat> and I'm gonna make watermelon it's going beer to be so pretty. <laughs> it really is that sounds so. awesome and we're gonna um, being our first year we're going to learn a lot of things <laughs> yeah we're gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see how much we're going to produce from all of these plants because we have 
three cucumber plants and six watermelon oh. plants. Okay. And I'm a bit concerned. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. So sorry. But it, it's it's gonna be really interesting. We also have which uh, something else that's exciting. We have uh, the starting of an orchard so nice. in the backyard. Yeah, we have five different trees, um, all fruit bearing. They're going to be. We actually have one that's already started uh, producing. That's already starting to grow fruit. We have two mm-hmm. not persimmon trees. Um, Kalen can't remember what they're ever called. He always thinks they're called persimmon <laughs> trees, but he's like, but they're not. But I don't know what they are, but they're not persimmon. So they are nectarine trees. Nectarine trees. But we call them, you know, call persimmon, them not persimmon. Nectarines. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh huh. Trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh, sure you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we have three different apples. I think there is a a, food, a pink lady, a Fuji, and a paradise. <laughs> a parrot. Whoa. Oh. Oh. That was southern. <laughs> you were full southern lady right there. <laughs> I did. How much, <laughs> How much wine, wine in that did glass? you drink? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. The glass is empty. Oh no! <laughs> you need to be cut off. <laughs> How dare you say such vile things? So, um, while they've been doing gardening and you know being green green thumbs and all that fun stuff uh i have mint by the way that's my that's my garden uh project it's a little it's not little it's actually pretty big it's it's a very happy mint plant um but i've been making masks because i for some reason just got it into my head when this whole thing started i'm gonna make a mask and my first ever mask was horrific it was just terrifying it was so bad um i will not use that pattern again i don't know what what that person was trying to do but they made a three pleat face mask way more complicated than it needed to be um oh yeah no so i only recently decided to try it again because my mom's having issues breathing out of hers but uh i've printed out a different pattern for her but I basically started making masks and I went through about three or four patterns oh sorry how do you on I went through about three or four patterns before I finally settled on one that looked really good um it's the ones that you've you've seen <laughs> Okay, I, I got. I gotta. I'm sorry. I gotta interrupt you, and I gotta place. I gotta give you this imagery of what Kaylin just did for me. 
I'm in our office space and I, I lamented the fact that my, my wine glass was empty. Mm. And he came and he fixed it, which is great and wonderful. And I love him so much. And then he disappeared <laughs> and brought me a hookah. <laughs> You're about to get lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be, be a very comfy. happy crystal. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Um, but oh god, what was I saying? Oh, I went through. I went through like a bunch of uh, face mask patterns before I finally settled on one, which you've seen. Um, but they're a lot more fitted. Because. Uh, I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of the one. I'm I'm such a vain person. I really am. I I want things to look nice, but at the same time, I'm also a military brat, so things need to be mm-hmm. functional. <laughs> so it's just really bad. Oh, it's, yes. it's also like having depression and anxiety, which is also an issue of mine. It's just never a good thing. It's not having the energy to do one, but also being frustrated because it needs to be perfect and you're frustrated because you can't get it done. So it's it's just hell, basically. Um, and I finally found one that came with uh, instructions on how to make a little pocket insert where you could put filters in or an actual face mask, which, I, yeah, I, I, don't, Actually, I don't want people buying face masks just to put inside of a face mask. Like, that's... Yeah, <laughs> please, please don't. Like um, and what? Wait, yes. No, no, I like the you pocket. You don't like the pocket. I don't want people going out and buying, you know, face masks like the ones that we normally would get, but the ones that are now needed in hospitals mm-hmm. and people who actually need them. Oh, no, see, but it's really, really great. Okay, let me and let me explain why I think the thing with the pocket is good, even if you are not a non-essential person buying masks, it extends the longevity okay. of the face mask, um, the, the 95 or even the pleated ones, the, the pleated ones, which I wear at work, but I can put it in the mask that I have and it extends its life and I can wear it and use it for a week. So that's, so I get that. So I get what you're saying. Um, Yeah. I I understand what you're trying to say and that you don't want to take away the, the PPE from essential workers that are the frontliners that are in the middle of it, of the yuck. But it's helpful in the aspect that it extends right. its lifespan so that people do not have to buy right. so quite so at least many. for me anyway, this would be my suggestion. If you have them, awesome. You know, get a reusable mask like what I was talking about with a pocket insert and use that to extend the life the life yeah. of those masks. I personally would not suggest going out and buying yes masks right now because one you probably won't be able to find any and two again if you don't need it because someone in your house is immunosuppressed or you specifically need it because you're sick 
and trying and whatever or if you're an actual medical professional and you like they're needing it please please don't buy it <laughs> like if you don't need it don't buy it there you go but buy it drink responsibly kids don't buy it in the room <laughs> drink responsibly I sure am um, but that's that's just a me thing um but anyway I'm a vain person that's that's how that conversation started I like things to actually look nice um like one of my top selling masks right now is a lace mask which it does it looks great very very nice and if you're going yeah if you're going to go out feeling awkward in the first place well having nice. to put on one of these you might as well look nice like one of the things <clears throat> um i was wearing a very dark contrasting lipstick to work every day i love it it's one of those maybe is it maybelline I think the the twenty four yeah, hours stay all day yeah, makeup lipstick. Day. I love it, and I can't I can't wear it anymore because there's really no point yeah. when you have half of your face covered. And oh, what was my point? <laughs> How much wine have you had? <laughs> oh, this is God. only my second cup. Shut up. So may, I'll, I'll, I'll keep things. talking. Maybe maybe it'll come back to you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It was uh, mm-hmm. the the vanity, the vanity part of it. So I don't have, um, quote unquote, my face on. Which, by the way, I don't wear a lot of makeup anyway. I keep it as basic and simple as it is. I feel like my face looks weird with a full face of makeup. I, I just cannot seem to do it right. But if I keep it really simple and I do um, the eyeliner and mascara and a good a good lip, whatever color, that doesn't matter. It's just as long as it looks right with my face. I feel I feel good. I feel pretty. I feel presentable, and everything's fine. But of course, you cover up half of your face. You don't have that lip, and you're trying to be a professional in in an office uh, situation. It's Nice to have a presentable, mm-hmm. yeah, mask. Um, it's not necessary. No, People really, really don't. don't care, but but I care. It, it, it makes yeah, me feel good. I made I've made two for my dad so far. Um, one of them is like a camo on the outside and orange on the inside, and again. It's orange. He he loves that kind of contrast thing. No one's gonna see it, but he likes it. Um, and then yeah, my husband mm-hmm. also has a camo one, but it's on the inside. Um, and for me, um, I made myself. Uh, this is the first lace one I ever made, just because I really wanted to make one, and I just figured, you know what, it's very not necessary uh it's it works just as well as the other ones because i just added lace on top of it so there's still like four layers but it's just with lace um and it ended up making it and it just turned out so much nicer than i thought it was going to be and i just posted it on etsy and people love 
how it looks. Uh, oh, it's very, really pretty. I love that um, uh, Merlot color that you have right. <clears throat> that you were able to use with that one. And I assume you probably won't have a whole lot of it after too long, but it, it's a really nice contrast. It looks Thank very you. good. Well, it's I don't have that job. specific red anymore. Um, but I have just regular red, which is what I've been using, and it's kind of, it's almost funny in a way, because I posted the picture, because I wasn't expecting a lot of people to, like, really want that. It was more to give people the idea of how the mask was supposed to fit, and then people were just like, I want that, I want that exact thing, and I'm like, okay, this is the red I have, this is not the same color red. Um, also, you will not, because the one I have, uh, <laughs> I was trying to experiment with homemade bias tape. Uh, for those of you who don't understand, who don't know what that is, is basically, um, oh God, how do you, how do you explain this? Crystal, how do you explain bias tape? <laughs> oh, okay. I got this. I got this. So you have grain on fabric, goes vertical, horizontal. Bias tape cuts it on the diagonal of that fabric. So you don't get the fraying, it doesn't go everywhere, blah, blah, blah. You cut it about mm, two inches. Let's say an inch. And then you fold it in half. And then you fold it in half again. So that you have the outside edge originally is now folded into the center of that inch long quote unquote tape. And so cut on that diagonal is called cutting cutting along the bias. And that's why it's called bias tape. And so you just have this strip of the same type of fabric that won't, that won't fray. And then you put it around your product, shirt, face mask, what have you. In this you. case, it's, uh, it was basically used to frame the outside of my mask because I had the red underneath the lace and the lace was white. Mm -hmm. So it was just framed all the way around. Basically is what is what I've used bias tape for is basically to cover a hem or to cover just the outside of something just to make it look complete or give mm -hmm. it some kind of contrast if you're using a different color. Yeah. yeah. It gives it it gives it a finish. It stop it stops things from fraying. Um, it gives, um, it can give structure. Yeah. You lots, gave a lot more in-depth description than I was expecting. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you're quite welcome. I will, yeah, a few years ago, I had some bias tape and I was watching a video, I was looking up something and it showed me, oh, how to make your own bias tape. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I have, have questions. questions. And so I, I, went, I went down that rabbit, rabbit hole and watched videos and, and learned a whole lot of stuff and was like, oh, okay, now I know a thing and it makes sense. I work better with things, <laughs> things and stuff and stuff and things if I understand the basics right. of it, the basic like why mechanics is it of it. called this? Why um, does it do this thing? It, Where did it come from? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for example, I mean, I don't have to go so far as to, you know, uh, when was bias tape first made? You know, I don't need oh, to I go do. into it historically. <laughs> I can, 
and it's fascinating, but I don't have to. It is not quite necessitate ne- <laughs> necessary. Um, but for for example, and I'm gonna chase more rabbits in this instance. <laughs> um, in high school, I had difficulty in my algebra two class understanding anything anything my teacher talked about and I was I felt like I was just given information that I was told to regurgitate and I couldn't I couldn't do it I didn't understand it I didn't understand its basic mechanics and the teacher just could not speak on my level whether it's whether my level's too high whether my level's like way too low there was there was no we couldn't similar language you guys were speaking and, and i really needed better context for example parabolas kiss their asymptotes which was supposed to be funny makes the whole class laugh ah ha, ha it's so funny then i'm over here like but why why, why do we need a parabola? What What's it graphing? Why does it kiss its butt? I don't understand. <laughs> it's like PEMDAS crystal. <laughs> it's just an acronym. Oh. But I didn't... I didn't understand. And so I couldn't use it. I couldn't apply it. I needed applied math for it to finally make sense, but you can't go to applied math until you understand the gobbledygook. I was like, no, I need this backwards. I Take me to applied math, and then take me back to algebra, too, because oh, well, you need a parabola which graphs um, how infinitely close something gets to something else but doesn't ever actually occupy yeah, the I same space. I was never space. good at geometry so I'm just kind of like eh. Same thing. <laughs> That's algebra. Shut your face. <laughs> and uh, but uh, another thing the some old hippie caught another what? hippie tripping on acid. Um, I remember that one. Sokotoa. Um, si- okay, Kalen's in the background. He's feeding me like information. I don't actually know this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, listen. Sokotoa is the same thing as some old hippie caught another hippie tripping on acid. Some old hippie. S-O-H. Sign is opposite over hypotenuse. Caught another hippie. C-A-H. Cosine is adjacent over hypotenuse. Trippin on acid. T-O-A. Tangent is opposite over adjacent. Some old hippie <laughs> caught another hippie trippin on acid. And that's basically it, it's slope and pitch <laughs> and... <laughs> slope, pitch, and tangent are all the same thing. Yes. Expressed different, with different words in different situations. Yeah. But, for example, I could use that phrase, Sokotoa, to help me, base, for example, build a doghouse. Or... 
to work with angles in a triangle. Okay, that's fair. To work, it, it's for working with with angles and slopes and stuff. This is my basic understanding, not your mm. basic understanding. Shut your face. <laughs> but I needed it applied. I needed context and just a random triangle in space that I'm never going to encounter unless we have aliens for some reason that fly in triangles. <laughs> I didn't I didn't understand. It it did not compute to my brain and I needed I needed context. So back to the point of this rabbit tree. What was the point, Crystal? <laughs> I needed bias tape is the bias point. Bias tape. That wasn't even the main point. The main point was me describing what my mask was because all of a sudden this lace mask that I made became super freaking popular and there is a mayfly in my room. <laughs> no, I'm literally Now being who's chased chasing by rabbits? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's one of the do big anything ones. to you. The big ones can bite. Still you. can't do anything to you. Now, if you told me you had a June bug, a June bug in your room, so I don't. Then I would understand. Normal, but it's one of the big ones, and the big ones can bite. I have never been bit. By I'm, I'm not. You are, it's not a painful bite, me. but it's enough that it just kind of makes you go, "What the fuck?" Sorry, hold up. This is this is this is where to go. Shit. Oh, his name's Cottonmouth Joe now. There he is. Okay. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? I'm watching the timer. I'm like, I'm gonna edit this whole thing out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I'm cool Wait, with it. Hold up. All right. Hold up. <clears throat> <laughs> There's a lot yes. that could be edited from this. That that was that was. <laughs> I a, don't even a, know if I got death. it. I'm worried. I'm worried that I got <laughs> it, and then it and then flung it back onto the bed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's co the the mayfly. It's like COVID nineteen. I don't know if I caught it or not, but I'm worried about it. That was hilarious. That was funny. Okay. Okay. Let me let me write this down real quick. <laughs> one. I looked down at like one twenty seven. Hold up. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Okay. Literally gonna name this. What even is rabbit holes? <laughs> rabbit trails. Well, no, I guess it could go. It goes either way. Rabbit holes, rabbit trails, chasing rabbits. It's of the same basic right. idea. Okay. Hold it. Okay, what were we talking about? <laughs> 
Uh, Chasing mayflies. What are you talking about? Talking about a thing. Okay. So yeah, because I had made a mask that um, was made out of lace, and I had to use bias tape. But I didn't have bias tape because everything in the craft section, in the sewing aisle of every Walmart, because all the hobby stores were closed. But the ones in Walmart. They were of completely ransacked. There was no elastic. There was like yeah. there was no bias yeah. tape whatsoever. And like there was some hem tape or hemline or something, but it was like lace and it, they were wavy. And then some of them, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, trim. Um, like trim. So the only bias tape I have right now is this blue, blue, t- blue kind of tape. Um, I bought that months ago for uh, an outfit I was making for my son. Um, so I just happened to have that, but that's the only type I have, so I'm not even going to offer it. But people are basically saying, I want that mask mm-hmm. specifically, and I basically am like, okay, I can make you one with whatever colors and lace you want. You're not going to get that frame, because I'm sorry, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I'm I'm not, not going to make bias tape again. That was by far one of the most frustrating things that I'd ever done, and it to me it looked horrible. The mask turned out great, but it was just it added an extra hour onto a mask that should have only took taken me like an hour and a half. Um, in in that aspect, making bias tape is a matter of also skill or tools it goes yeah. and some skill that's true i have had hit or miss luck with bias tape in making it cutting it out um i want so so much to have a self-healing mat and a rotary them. cutter oh, yeah. I, I would, I would love to have that because it needs that it needs that fresh, crisp cut just gliding across it. Um, I'm going to make it so much better. And Kaylin just got me a kit of 52 different sewing feet. And one of them um, is her bias tape. And you put the strip in, unfolded, and it'll fold it down for you while you sew it on Can I come over there and use your machine? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Well, (laughs) I'm I'll be there on Friday. Yes, unfortunately (laughs) I mean, not unfortunately for my sanity, but we are breaking quarantine Thursday evening because are we technically though, since things are opening, like restaurants and stuff, how I mean, are you breaking quarantine if you're allowed to go to to things like a I bar? Personally, I personally or think that a restaurant uh, they shouldn't be opening things up this early, but it's I'm I'm breaking myself quarantine. There you go. How about that? We did. <clears throat> yeah, I understand. That makes sense. So, 
Um, but I've been doing the masks and then uh, with all my wonderful extra free time, which I have none of because I'm taking care of a nine month old and working full time and still cleaning and still doing all this stuff. And then I'm also doing uh, mask orders. And then on top of that, I decided it was a great idea to start a podcast. Because <laughs> because I'm a smart person and I obviously do not understand uh, workload. <laughs> or, you know, What's commitment restraint. <laughs> What's that? But that it's it's exciting and fun. It's it's something different. Um, I always found it Mm -hmm. uh, very interesting. Um, I made a joke once in high school and said, you know, I really don't talk a lot. And I had six friends at my lunch table with me who just busted up laughing hysterically. And I, I I did that inward look to myself. Was like, oh, I need to reevaluate my life. Oh God, <laughs> I don't talk that much. You saw it. That's like me. <laughs> that's that's like me I saying, thought, yeah, oh, I I don't like people at all. Which I say this all the time, and then I have people just look at me, go. Yeah, you're full of shit. I am a very strange person. <laughs> I do not like the general populace, but at the same time, I can literally make friends with a stranger walking down the sidewalk. I, this is not an exaggeration in the slightest. I can make friends with anyone. No, that's completely. <laughs> same. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You're just, so I don't I'm, I'm trying to compare us I think with me it's actually I don't even know with me with you it you just exude this niceness and this mom energy that I don't know if it's so much um, <laughs> you can Aww. easily make friends I think it's more you just put people at ease and you can just have like a nice conversation with everyone around you yeah I think yeah. Oh, I like that. I, I yeah, I really think oh. I have given off mom vibes for such a long you time. You are you're the mom. Way before I had Mama kids, you were definitely the mom friend. <laughs> yes, right. I I am Mama Og. Hello, hi, nice to meet you. I I will have random people whom I've I've never met before in my life, uh, from the haunted castle in Muskogee. <clears throat> who uh, my husband uh, used to work out there a lot hasn't recently but he is known as Og he is the caveman and it's hysterical and random people will run up to me and be like hey mama Og how are you we love you and I'm how like, are you that's really great they go away <laughs> who is that who doesn't know these people <laughs> And it's and it's sweet, and I don't want to discourage them, but at the same time, I'm like, why are this, you hugging me? Why, I don't know you. Uh, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> you literally make people around you so comfortable and so just happy. 
whereas I can literally in within minutes have them talking about their life story. And I'm almost yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I like, can do that. Oh yeah. Go to Walmart and have random random strangers decide that I am the person they need to tell mm. about their crappy past four years about their brothers and been in jail and every every detail of how their life has sucked. But they just really needed somebody to talk to and apparently <laughs> I was that with her that one. She's my new therapist today. <laughs> That's the one. It's tattooed right on her head. It's happening today. I'm letting go right here. Okay. Glad, glad I can help. I'm a little traumatized now, but that's okay. <laughs> so, on that note, um, I hope everyone out there is doing okay. I hope everyone is staying sane, unlike us. Um, and <laughs> thank you, Crystal, for rambling with me tonight, talking about our lives and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You are most welcome. Um, I enjoyed myself. It's late at night. Everybody get some sleep. And we love you. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.